Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we are in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us. Yes, video stores still exist and wait you're wondering wait why you said we and it's just you talking. Of course I'm not alone guys. I have the Honorable Tesla and the fantastic Miss Frida on top of the air mattress because Chef Miyagi is in town. Woo! And of course, the very illustrious Butt Maestro himself is here. How's it going, buddy? Hey, all. Hey, Admiral. Uh, welcome back to Cinema Gems, y'all. This is another show on the internet where a bunch of opinionated nerds talk about the shit we love. And this week, uh, we weren't supposed to do Star Trek. We were supposed to do something else. But it's been a real busy week at Swapper Jacks. So the Admiral very graciously let us go with the plan B. And it's another Star Trek week. Let's fucking go. <laughs> not only not only a certain Star Trek week, but Star Trek Lower Deck Season 2. And also, technically, release, like, order if you're listening to this, like, on the podcast. This is the 400th episode. Now, 400 episode on... Yay! Yeah, 400 episode on paper was Mandalorian Season 3. But hey, it's this is the 400th episode right now. 400th yep. episode. All right. So, before So happy happy kind of sort of not really but kind of 400th episode everyone. Yeah. Woo! Thank you Tesla. You're welcome. Frida's like just love me. I do love you Frida. Okay. Okay. Um but guys, also before we go any further, we just want to specify that yes, we are aware the actors are on strike. And yes, we are we are aware that the writers are still on strike. And good for both of them. That, that is absolutely 100% great for them. Because you know why? They're fighting for something that they truly, truly need and deserve. I don't want... For, for anyone that has been living under an enormous rock. First off, good for you. Uh, can I get one of those? If you somehow... Can I get a rock? Yeah, right? Can I get a rock? I, I would love a giant rock of global ignorance at, to be not affected by any of the bullshit happening. But that's the scary thing about... Uh, everything going on right now is that even if it isn't directly affecting you right now, it absolutely can and probably will sooner rather than later. For example, the writer strike that has been going on for at least two months now. Yeah, it I started believe, in, uh, started uh, in early to mid May. Oh, which happened uh, the same reason that strikes happen in general. Uh, people were not getting paid a livable wage to do a job uh and now the actors are right behind them because studio heads are being extremely greedy extremely cost-cutty uh in ways that ensure that th all of the money gets put in their pockets and no one else's uh they're they're greedy as fuck uh they being the studios not the writers and actors on strikes no we fully stand with the writers and actors on strike right now, and we genuinely hope that they get what they deserve to continue to bring all of us avid fans of movie and television awesome shit. Yep. And because the way the studios want to do things right now, they want to take all kinds of shortcuts and replace actors with AI, uh, replace writers with AI, and they genuinely think that audiences who have been watching real humans uh, 
acting parts written by real humans won't notice the difference. Uh, yeah, we fucking will. It's pretty obvious, actually. Yep. Um, but the thing about it is the CEOs are like, oh, well, you'll just wait until you don't have anything and you'll come back. So not only you're an asshole for saying that, well, number one, CEO, you're an asshole for saying that. Number two, that means that there's not going to be, literally all production has been ceased for filmmaking. Yep. So that means we're going to hit a lull in about six to eight months. We're not going to have anything. Okay. And I'm not saying that this is what's going to happen, but... I'm pretty sure there's going to be some people that are really upset that realize that reality TV is scripted and yeah. realize that they can't watch their reality TV shows because they can't. There's a writer strike. There's an actor. Because there's no one. There's to an write actor it. strike. So. Right. And not only are they 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 are literally standing up for what they should do, but the makeup artists, the special effects teams. The sound, the sound editors, the film editors, the assistants, the paid, like, the PAs, everyone that works on anything, directors, producers, all that, they're out of a job. Yep. They're out of a fucking job. Because a CEO is got you're not going to notice the difference. You, it's okay, you're not going to notice the difference. We fucking will. 100%. So if there's any actors or writers that are listening to this podcast, use this audio clip. We've got use this back. audio clip right now. Start from here. Whenever it is. Fuck you CEOs. Pay people a goddamn living wage. Netflix, give your actors and writers and directors fucking residuals. Netflix in particular. Pay people a living wage. Pay people residuals. Pay yeah. people the rights that they have. Pay them. Okay. Now. I, I, I feel like studio heads have completely lost track of the idea of sustainability. Uh, in that when you take care of the people doing the job, that allows them to continue doing the job. Yep. So fucking allow these actors and writers to continue putting out incredible work because right now you have brought it to an ass riding halt and you're going to have some really pissed off people or you're going to have a bunch of scabs coming to be actors either or and you're delusional you're absolutely delusional if you think for a second that we are going to misplace that blame and anger on the actors and writers that are striking absolutely delusional if you well, think that's the case we know well, who to blame. If you right want now. me to be completely honest, there'll be a few people that'll blame the actors. A few. But Right, because they're correct. being paid to correct. by the studio. Correct. But look, we're stepping off of our I guess we were on a two person soapbox and it could be raised by the dogs. Yeah, no, we 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 were on the picket oh, line for oh, a okay. second. Uh, Sp spiritually spiritually oh, okay. on the Oh, picket I guess line. I guess I guess the Honorable Tesla and the Fantastic Miss Frida had hologram technology and like like Star Wars there type of hologram technology and we were fighting <laughs> to see which hologram was going up more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So, all of that being all all of that dark, realistic, awful shit being said, uh, let's jump into Star Trek Lower Decks season uh. two. Uh, carrying on with uh, from season one where it left off, uh, and if y'all haven't watched Star Trek Lower Decks, y'all are missing out on some of the best Star Trek writing ever made. Uh, forget that it's animated. The fact that it's animated, the writers and, and directors of the show have taken full advantage of the animated format, understanding the assignment of, oh, this allows us to do all the crazy sci-fi shit we didn't have budget to do in live action. Yep. Yep. So, basically, um, I guess the best way I put it is, if you're going to watch Strange New Worlds Season 2, or uh, you know what? Actually, if you're going to watch Strange New Worlds from the end of Season 1 and beyond, you need to watch Lower Decks in order to understand a cameo that's happening in Season 2. Like, no... Oh, yeah, oh, no spoilers. No yeah. spoilers. But I literally told Dr. Almont Kringle, and he goes, okay. He watched, like, the first three episodes. He said he couldn't stop laughing. He absolutely loves this series. It's so good. It's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Uh, so, if, yeah, go... If you need a recap, y'all, go back and listen to our Star Trek Lower Deck Season 1 review episode from a month or two ago. Uh, I believe it was on my birthday, actually. And it was... <laughs> shit, I had it here a second ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, episode 398. So, technically, I guess that would be episode 393 on the... Yes, yeah, Lower Deck Season 1. Your pick. Thank you yep. for that. So yeah, go back to that. Listen to that okay. in case you need a recap. But here we are. Uh, Ensign, Bo- Ensign Boimler has been transferred to Captain Riker's. Ensign ship. Boimler. Yep. I think he got. I think he got a, a promotion, sir. Is, is it lieutenant now? Because I'm reading on the USS Titan, Ensign Brad Boimler struggles serving under Captain Riker. <laughs> well, that's that's because he got demoted once he got back. Oh, that's right. Uh, I think he was. This, he was. He wasn't. A so player. this first episode um, of season two. Uh, this this is just the one where Ransom becomes God. You mean Gary Mitchell? He goes full Gary Mitchell. Yep. He, yep. And I love how the doc the the cat doctor is just like, well, it worked. You know what worked for Gary Mitchell? We threw a rock on him and he died. <laughs> Got any rocks? Got any rocks? Jesus I'm like, Christ. wow. Why am I secretly the cat doctor? Secretly, I I want to be that cat doctor. Oh my god! Got any rocks? I I Let's do go. love I I love her so much. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So he gets strange powers because, basically, uh, as we know, last season, uh, everybody found out that the Mariner and Captain are related, mother and daughter. Right. So. Uh, basically, the captain's just like, all right, Mariner, you can do whatever you want. So, Ransom's just like, Ransom gets kind of jealous. Yep. Yep. Which... As he does. I guess the best way you put it, last week... La- last week. La- last time we reviewed this show. Season one. Yeah. Uh, was that Ransom is basically uh, Riker, but without Jazz. 
Oh yeah, he he's Riker, but amp the ego all the way up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so basically, he gets jealous. He gets godlike powers, and he starts. His head leaves his body, goes up to the Cerritos in orbit, starts to attack them. It's yeah. so fucking weird, but so good at the same time. Like, like it's one of the. It's a great opener because it's got this, and then juxtaposition is Boimler, like working on the Titan. And then I get to say it this time because you said it last time. Okay, go for it. Okay. Uh, when I love when Riker goes, "Give me a warp of six, seven, eight. I just blast off because you said it last time, and I'll let you have it because it was your birthday pick. But I say it this. I time. also didn't mess up the quote when I said it. But go on. Oh well, sorry, I got too excited. I got too excited. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was giddy as a schoolboy. Sorry. Um, so so after you laughing at me and i don't care if you were laughing at me but whatever give me a warp in the factor of five six seven eight there it is there it is Is much better better? much better sorry um (laughs) but we also find out like i already knew this you already knew this but make sure you already knew this not the listener randomly. The listener might have randomly known this, but Riker has a transporter clone. Yep. So, Boimler gets stuck on a planet and has to beam out, but he has a transporter clone as well. Um, so, one has to stay on the Titan and one has to go back to Cerritos. Um, and Boimler and his, and his clone have like this moment where they look eyes at each other. They like lock eyes and like, you know, nod, and Boimler steps up, and I love how Riker's like, all right, you're going. And I love how he's like, I thought we were doing a clone thing. And he's like, no. Nope. Didn't want to do that. It's fine. Well, don't worry about it. Like, I'm Uh, telling you, this show is hilarious. It is hilarious. Um, And so, yeah, so Boimler goes back to the Cerritos, and uh, the... The and I think its name is Will. Is his name William, or is it Bradward? I don't remember. Good? I don't. I and I'm not it. finding it in the thing, unfortunately. It, 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 like, like, look, a lot of people are gonna be like, "You got the name wrong." Look, Brad Boimler's clone, his his yeah. his transporter clone, is on the Titan now. Okay, that's all you need to know. Okay. Oh, so I'm looking get... in the wrong. I'm looking in the wrong episode because you you jumped an episode. Strange energies. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, no, yeah. Well, I kind of fuse them together. I kind oh, of okay. Fuse them. I kind of fuse them together because then we're gonna talk about because I like we fuse them together mainly because it's an overarching arc for Brad Boimler, and I didn't oh, want to sure. take away from yeah. you know Mariner and uh, and oh god, what's his name? I just got uh, concerned that you you had skipped through episode two without once mentioning uh, the guy that Kayshawn, his eyes open, uh, the guy of the Star Trek race that speaks in awesome historical riddles. Yeah. That this show played for amazing laughs. Uh, he's the new security officer after Shax died at the end of season one. Well, kind of died. Quote unquote. He, he died. He, he died. totally totally died yeah Uh, um so they go on this uh collector ship basically of history 
And there's the giant Spock skeleton. Yep. And a bunch of other stuff. And then he gets turned into a puppet. I mean, would you say that that's right or wrong? I, 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 yeah, I remember the ragdoll. Keishaw yeah. gets turned into a ragdoll. Uh, <laughs> free, uh, and then I love that Manhattan Mariner. And Mariner clash over the different approaches to escaping. <laughs> yeah, Mariner and Jet. R- Rutherford and Tandy just rule this episode. Uh, they they, do. they eventually do make it back to the Cerritos. Um Keeping uh, him separate from the clone on Titan. And uh, is this also the episode where it starts to see that Rutherford is starting, his memories are starting to, like, he doesn't remember a lot, and Tendi's like, well, we need to remember everything, blah! Is that, is that started, is that the start in this? I think so. That, that's, this is kind of the start of that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, and then Brad, uh, Boimler comes back, and Mariner gets... I'm pretty... Okay, look. No spoilers, because I haven't seen season three. I literally have not watched season three, because, like... I'm not saying shit. Okay. But they gotta get together and fuck, right? Like, like Brad and Mariner, Boimler and Mariner, have to get together and fuck, right? Like, is it, it's not just me, right? If it happens in season three, I haven't. I I don't remember it. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'll be honest. I I don't remember watching that yet. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I th- I think you're. I agree with you completely. Oh. You're absolutely right. They have incredible chemistry. Okay. Good. I'm glad I wasn't alone. Um. But do you want to talk about how we'll always have Tom Paris? Oh, how uh, Doctor Taana goes in heat. Yeah. And then, and then, oh my god, and then, like, the whole episode, fucking Tom Paris, fucking Boibler is trying to get to Tom Paris, but the, the Cerritos doesn't recognize, to sign his McDonald's plate, the Cerritos doesn't recognize him, oh, (laughs) and then he gets the shit beat out of him by Tom Paris, and they're like, how many people in the quadrant can say they got the shit beat out of Tom Paris? that Tom Paris beat the shit out of. I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. It is astounding. Um, but yeah. And then, uh, we get to see Tindy and Mariner go on a girl's trip, girl's trip, um, to get the, I guess, basically like Pon Far kind of, uh, old, the, the libido post. Yeah. The, oh yeah, that's right. The old, the, family heirloom libido post, as as put by Butt Maestro. Yeah, I'm I'm just reading it off the Star Trek Wikipedia page. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not okay. So people who people people want to know who's more nerdy, I'm on the regular Wikipedia page. I'm not on the Star Trek Wikipedia page. Nerd game set and match, sir. Nerd. Yeah, obviously. I mean, like. Look, we don't do a ton of in-depth research for this, so like we try to have the good resources pulled up with the good information. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for the browser to fucking load. Um, and Rutherford, this episode, what's the know why Shax is alive? Um. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, just a random, just a rando person, an engineer asks 
Ashax, what? How did you survive? And he gets fucking shamed. Uh, but Rutherford, you know, goes up as an asking straight up, like, I want to know, and I'm really sorry that I have to ask, but I want to know. And I love that Shax is like, look, I love you, and you need to know because I, sur- uh, you know, I died by saving you. So basically, goes into this big complex, like complex giant like type of scenario and then straight up just go just like Rutherford blacks out and then wakes up later and's like oh shit I don't want to know this I, I, I seriously don't want to know any of this it sounds dark as fuck like I don't know how you feel about it but my show but to me it sounded so dark oh absolutely like it was so so Absolutely. fucking weird, but cool at the same time. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. And then we get to... Mag- I, I, I'm sorry if I don't have a ton to add to every episode, because the Admiral's hitting it just fine, and he's just making me want to go back and rewatch it, honestly. Mugato uh, Gamato. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, basically... Um, Boiler and Rutherford are said are told that Mariner is a spy from Section Thirty One, and yep. they they gotta fight off Mugato's that Ferengi capture, and yeah, that's the episode. But 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 Boimler and Rutherford being nerds, there's also a lot of weird shit with the Ferengi and yeah. But yeah. but Boimler and if if you remember the Ferengi from Deep Space Nine, you you know how the Ferengi are gonna act in uh, Lower Decks. It's it's the Ferengi. Can, can I finish my thought process before you cut me off for a third time? Huh? Okay. Yeah. Boimler and Rutherford save the day by using powerpoints, basically, basically powerpoints, and they're like, look, you can make thousands of dollars if you do this, if you do a zoo instead of harvesting everything. Uh, oh, and then the captain, like, accidentally breaks the person who was going to buy, like, Mugatu horns, uh, destroys it, but it was already done, it already did, he meant to do that on purpose so he could get a free ship anyway. It's, it's a fucking weird episode. And then, we get to one that I really like. The Embarrassment of oh, the Duplers. Uh, the Duplers is the, uh, the, the race that when they get nervous, they duplicate and it, and it's done by the yep. voice of, uh, Bing Bong from, uh, Inside yep. Out. From yeah. Inside Out. Yep. And so basically, uh, they have to fight the Duplers. Um, and you know, like uh, it's Rutherford and, uh, was it Tendi have to, are on the Cerritos fighting the Duplers and poor Boimler and Mariner just want to go to the giant ship party. And because since Boimler has a, has a clone, he automatically is, he can go on there. He, he can go on it. And I love how he took, well, now what's the dress? I'm sorry, this sounds really wrong. So you know how you have in Next Generation, you have the regular uniform and then you have the, the open one. It's uh, the stents. Is it stents? Is that the? I, okay. I guess like it's, it looks more of like a. That that that's as good a guess as. It, I as think I it's can like stents or or. 
it's technically a a long a long formal uh, dress, but it's a uniform that you can wear. Yeah. So, basically, the the equivalent of dress blues. What you said? Major, Major Admiral. Admiral, you there? Major Admiral's me, Major. But Maestro, are you there? Okay, I, good. I am still here. Uh, but basically, basically, uh, Mariner and Boimler go to a dive bar and see that Kirk and Spock drink there, um, and they also find out that hey, it's not all, it's not all bad, it's not all bad. So they get the Dupler to drop into the captain's party and fuck over the captain's party basically uh and they and they fuck all that and then there's a spy among us the packlet a packlet goes on the cerritos to try and get secret technology of starfleet and they keep thinking that the captain freeman is janeway like they're like janeway and it's like um Packlids are, are so are Packlids from the Voyager? Are they from Voyager series? I have no. I don't remember seeing them before Lower Decks. Oh, okay, at cool. All. Okay, because I didn't know. I was like, oh, oh, it's, oh, there's. I I don't. I legit didn't know what the fuck these things were until Lower Decks. I thought they were a Lower oh, okay, Decks. Okay, so original. it looks like they are. They you can they can be seen in the crowds of Star Trek Next Generation and also in the background of. A few episodes of Lower Deck. I mean, I'm sorry, of Deep Space Nine. They they become full, okay. like, immersive in Lower Decks. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, basically, uh, you know, they... And they all... And Boimler also has these... Uh, I love how they're like, we get to go do a, anomalies, clean up anomalies. No, it's trash day. It's fucking trash day. Uh... And then uh, Boimler sees a bunch of friends, and they're like, "Oh, we call ourselves the Red Shirts because we care about uh, ranking up." Uh, and it's like, <coughs> "Okay, yeah, sure, oh, whatever." Okay, buddy. And then apparently there's a bunch <laughs> of negotiations, and uh, Captain Freeman gets the spy on the packlet to reveal that they want to attack Earth with a Virtuin bomb. Which is just like, okay, fucking weird, whatever. And that's 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 the episode. Look, it's one of those where you're like, what? I'm not saying this is a bad episode, but it's an episode you can kind of skip. That episode kind of you just like, it's whatever. Oh, uh, there in this season there are oh shit plot heavy episodes and then there are just fun star trek romping through space episodes this is one of those fun star trek romping through space episodes it does not mean it's bad by any means it's the whole show is really entertaining from start to finish uh speaking of entertaining you want to talk about the renaissance lie episode seven go ahead oh my god the whole, just a whole planet colonized by fantasy enthusiasts. I love it so much. And then isn't, uh, <laughs> isn't Billup, um, isn't his mom like the queen or something? And she, f- and she fakes dying? Yes. Queen pa- Oh, there's ear flaps, people. So go ahead and drink some water. Yep. 
Oh, good Tesla. That that means we drink and water. Uh, so then, keep keep going. Admiral. So then she You're fakes dying so her son can impreg- can can have children because she wants him to. She doesn't want him to be in Starfleet. She wants him to be uh, like kings or a king of the planet or whatever. It's like what the fuck, man. It's such a weird episode, but great. Oh, it's some f- like really up fucked family up. bullshit. Um, and then there's, uh, and then there's also a, yeah. a, a malevolent, a, a malevolent, a malevolent AI, uh, that Mariner uses like on a field mission. Oh, my God. oh yeah. She fucks with it and it's like, Oh, just yeah. let, let, let me in and let me do all this. And she fucks off the, fucks over the AI and the AI doesn't realize that the AI is being fucked over with. So, Hey, um, AI. Uh, you could be fucked over by a, uh, ensign and not be able to get away with anything. So, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and then I love that Rutherford stops Billups before he loses his virginity. Yep. 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 (laughs) He's like, this was a sham. Stop. Um, (laughs) and that's, it's fucking amazing. Uh, yeah. Episode eight, I excretus. So, uh, is this the episode where they swap? Oh no, this is—is is this? The... Yeah, this is the episode where they swap. Oh no, this is the scoring episode. Oh my god, this fucking episode's great. That. Yeah, this this is the scoring episode. They uh, the the lower deck crew yes. and the officers switch. Uh, yeah. Oh, and by dra- the way, previously when we were talking uh, about the Dupler episode, when uh, when Rutherford got a Deep Space Nine model, I love that he goes. It comes with Jadzia Dax, and what's the other uh, what's the other Dax after Jadzia Dax? No, 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 not Curzon? not the old man. Uh, the one after Jadzia. I don't know about the one after because Jadzia is the well the one previously Dax. before her the uh, the girl who was uh, the 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 Dax that was married to Worf and okay the one right after that's her that's Jadzia that that's there is oh, none right we, after are we her. playing that game like there is no fourth Indiana Jones movie is that what we're saying Ezra. Well, that's correct. Uh, there is uh, no Ezra or Ezra as Jadzia and Ezra Dax, I believe. I think I don't know. I took okay. I'm I'm taking your word for it because I don't. Oh, this I th- is, new, this Star is new Star Trek lore to me. Um, well, let me find out. Uh, let, me, <laughs> let me let me look up some stuff to see. Ah, there it is. Found. Uh, ah, that's it. Ezra and Jadzia. It comes with E Z R I. And Jadzia Dax on the Deep Space Nine model. Because it's the Dax. It's from... Because, remember, the Dax was in two different people in the whole series. But Jadzia left because the showrunners were like, we don't have anything else for you to do. And she's like, well, fuck you guys. I quit. And then they were like, oh, fuck. And then they brought somebody else on. You don't remember that whole thing? Have you not seen the last season of uh, Deep Space Nine? I, I oh have, and God. I don't remember any of that. I genuinely don't. I remember okay, her so then after that happened, Worf. after that happened, 
Um, they then oh oh this is going we're going in deep space nine terror. And then after that, the the ho she died, Jadzia died, and the symbiote or sim I'm sorry is it is it what is it is it a symbiote or a symbiote? The symbiote, the symbiote, Dax, the symbiote uh, went Dax. into another, uh, another, another alien race of Jadzia, and it was uh, Ezra, and she ended up going out with, um, uh, Doctor Bashir. Did you not remember that season at all? It was so fucking weird. I'll be honest. Okay, I think cool. I've I've blocked Completely that out of my fine. memory. But yeah, the holodeck the holodeck test. Basically, Boimler saves the ship because he wants to get a hundred percent. Yep, that's that's my this is my favorite episode because it's just like scenario upon scenario, like Chicago nineteen twenties. Like oh oh I got <laughs> this. Oh I'm gonna do this. Like it's such a strange ass episode, but so good. Would you call this? Would would you call that? A um, not a filler episode, but um, a bottle episode. Would that be a, considered a bottle episode? I don't know. Okay. Okay. I I don't. Th- I mean, technically, there are so many episodes of Star Trek that you consider that you can consider bottle episodes because they only take place in the ship. Yeah. But that's just the nature of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. They don't always visit a planet or a, or a you know a nebula. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then we get to episode nine. Um, Widge douge. Uh, good, because I don't speak Klingon, so I know you do. Um, Only a little. <laughs> uh, so basically, one of the officers has an emotional reason they investigate an anomaly in the sector and the pack lids are testing the bombs and the cerrito investigates um it's not a great episode it has once again it has the pack lids as the buttmeister said they're not the sharpest crayon in the star trek color box accurate very accurate um, but which also makes them very unpredictable. Yes. Uh, and so then, uh, that like that episode's really okay. But then we're gonna move on to the tenth episode, first first contact. Uh, yep. Um, How much did you nerd the fuck out when you saw? Uh, oh, what's his fucking name? The dude who did. Uh, the, the the original first contact. I'm blanking on his name, even though I'm staring at the Wikipedia page trying to fucking find it. Oh, you mean the 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 captain, the the guy who create the guy. I'm I'm singing the first contact theme. Right, that the movie. I can't. The movie, right? Yeah. What's his face? Yeah. Um, fucking the guy from Babe. Yeah. No, I fucking nerded yep. the fuck out when I saw that. Did you know originally they wanted um. Oh, God. They wanted Tom Hanks to be... I mean, that would have been pretty great. Yeah. Not not gonna lie, if if we can get Tom Hanks in Star Trek under literally any capacity, I'd be thrilled. Apparently he's a really huge Star Trek fan. That Let's make it happen. So is Nicolas Cage. Oh my God, let's make it happen. <laughs> 
what the fuck, writers? Get on the... Uh, after you're done striking, of course. After you've, like, accomplished you know, reasonable wages. Get, make this shit happen! Uh, Please! And uh, God! So, basically, uh, they have the first contact mission because the solar flare uh, in the Archimedes is... Uh, uh, they're losing power and falling into a gravity well. Um, but the Cerrito establishes... Um, Archimedes with a tractor beam, um, and the se- the senior staff bicker with the captain because they don't know, they, they're like, what should we do? What should be going on? Blah, blah, this. Um, and then she's, pro- uh, and then isn't the doctor promoted, uh, from the science division and rather, oh yeah. And Rutherford is having trouble with his, uh, his implant. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. The Honorable Tesla. Okay, go ahead. Go check out. Go check out who's outside. Go check. Go see. Good, good Tesla. Um, sorry, sorry, folks. You, uh, you did hear the door open. I do. I, I do have a a space out of this room that's always closed when I record. Um. Uh. And he realized that he has to delete a redundant. He he keeps his memories. Like multiple memories, so he never loses it because he doesn't want to lose his friendship with Tendi. So he right. so he has a bunch of memories stocked up. So he gets rid of a bunch of them because he doesn't need them. Uh, and so then he uh, he gets the implants installed against his wishes, and um, uh, apparently the cap Captain Freeman is. Uh, is arrested for quote unquote allegedly detonating a ver- uh, virtual bomb on the Pakled planet. So she's framed, basically, um, yep. for having it ha- having the bomb go off. So yeah, yeah. there's that's that's uh, season the, two. As you can imagine, look if 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 you've watched any star trek before you know that star trek command the admirals the upper command of star trek uh is corrupt as fuck and are incredibly petty uh so it makes sense that a tiny low budget ship that's just doing their fucking best keeps getting screwed yep that's wow that feels familiar so guys uh, we have a rating system here on Cinema Gems. Full Gem and Amazing TV show. Half Gem, an alright TV show. And also No Gem, a horrible TV show. But Maestro, what would you give Lower Deck Season 2 from 2021? Uh, a... It's a whole gem, but inside of that gem is just a warp train. Oh, okay. Uh, by the way, did you want to talk about the music again? Uh, how much you love it? I'm. I've. You're not wrong. It, it, the music is amazing in this show. Uh, the the main titles are some of the best main titles we've ever gotten. Um, Chris Westlake uh, was unable to re- record his score for the first season with a full orchestra, um, but was able to use his score uh, for the second season. Um, and uh, you, you can hear <laughs> there are several little musical Easter eggs throughout the second season, just like there are in the first season during the We'll Always Have Tom oh, Paris yeah. uh, 
episode, you can hear someone humming Goldsmith's yeah. Voyager theme. Um, you can uh, they they do play a little bit of the First Contact theme in episode ten. Uh, again, Jerry Goldsmith, amazing shit. Yeah, I I have no complaints. I fucking love this show. Uh, I can't wait for you to watch season three. Uh, I can't wait for season four to come out. It's fucking great. So I'm not saying I dislike this season. I just there were some episodes where I was like, eh, eh, eh. I am telling you right now, Admiral, brace yourself for season three. Okay. You're not ready. Uh, okay. Do I need do I need do I need facial tissues? To get me through it? Maybe. Or do I need to buckle up? Potentially. Or do I need to buckle up? You need to buckle up. More than anything, you need to buckle the fuck up. So, I give this this season two of Lower Decks. uh, Barely full gym. Hold. hold, Put down your pitchforks and your battle axes from Klingon. What is the battle axe from from Klingon? They're called Batleths. Okay. It's called a batleth. Your batleth. Put your batleth down that you've lit on fire for some reason. Uh, I don't. Oh god. I don't know why you've lit it on fire, but put it down. A, a batleth is already a dangerously unpredictable weapon to begin with. Lighting it on fire, run, <laughs> fucking run. Put it down. I'm not saying it's horrible. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I said before, there's some episodes where I'm like, eh. I remember a lot more episodes from the first season. A lot. But the second... You're going to walk away from season three. Uh, Okay, let me put it this way. So much of season two is set up for bigger things that pay off in season three. Okay. Okay. Then that's fine. Then I'll probably like season two more in retrospect when I'm done watching season three. That's what I'm counting on. Okay, cool. So right now, I give it uh, a barely full gym. Probably when I watch season three, it'll be a full gym. Look, you know. Well, what do uh, our amazing Cinemaniacs think? Y'all can let us know uh, by emailing us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. You can, as always, check out more of our episodes, uh, including, but not limited to, lots of Star Trek, on lowrainpictures.com. Yeah, um, and that is uh, on our Cinema Gems tab is us, 400 episodes this episode. But also, don't forget to go check out the Your 30 tab, guys. They are Always. far superior us in every Absolutely. way possible. Um, far better setup. People who live in the ta- same time zone, like far better setup. And also, guys, thank you, Kevin George, for letting us use your music. And, you know, just be on here for the past... You know what I realized? That we're coming up on uh, eight years pretty soon. I didn't wow. realize that. I didn't realize that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, guys, we just want to make sure that we are the podcast that you want to listen to. So, email us. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know your thoughts, your comments, concerns. And we also like recipes every once in a while. One it's or, been or, a while one nice since recipe. a Cinemaniac has sent us a, a good recipe. It's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of getting hungry right. again, you know. Um, but guys, also remember to take time for yourself. You can't pour from an empty cup, as a great man once said. Something but like that. Make sure, yeah, make sure that you're taking time for yourself. But also, when you do go and approach 
other human beings, other people. Make sure that you treat them with the utmost kind and respect that you want to be treated as. I basic I saw I saw on the back of a car yesterday when I was walking um, from Lake Eola in the central Orlando area after a giant rainstorm was about to come down. Literally, the bumper sticker says, it's all chaos. Just be kind. Yeah. I, w- I 100% agree with that. I, I believe that is a Patton, Patton Oswalt quote from his late wife. 100%. Like, just... Be courteous to everyone. GLaDOS and I have, and I'm sure I've mentioned this on the show before, GLaDOS and I have a uh, thing in our living room. It's actually a a, uh, a postcard that we got from Swapper Jacks uh, that says, uh, and we have it framed in our living room. It says, it's okay if all you did today was survive. And I genuinely believe that. You don't have to achieve insane accomplishments every day of your life you don't have to be perfect every day in fact you shouldn't try to make yourself be perfect every day because perfect is a impossible and b totally relative yep all right guys so that's what we have all for this week but we'll see you next week but guys just remember to wipe your hooves and see you later but remember black lives always matter always bye guys love y'all